the topics for the first. names. Oh, for the names. Well, what would you names. say? He goes. We he do here. Okay, we're good. What? I'm Matt Sherry. I'm yeah. Michelle. Do you want us to say our last names? No. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I thought, okay. All this right. is how we I'm, do it. So we banter just, a little just bit. Use this. Just use this. Just use this. Use it right here. Oh I'm Liz. Oh my gosh, it's not that hard. <laughs> it's Liz. Liz. Yeah. Michelle and Matt. I, this is Wedding and Event. I don't know Insider. why you need me to introduce myself. <laughs> <laughs> so we know the voice if they aren't watching it. Yeah. Okay. Lovely. I'm semi famous. What does it mean for the wedding and event industry? We'll get through this. We, we can I don't this. care what situation you're in. You can do something simple. <laughs> we have to be able to do I this. gotta say, I still weddings. <laughs> that was Michelle talking through the whole intro, but we won't hold it against her. I think I said a few things too, as well. We're, right. getting, we're getting better at this can whole we, thing. Can we start over? We're, getting, <laughs> we're not starting over. We're, no. gonna, we're gonna push through this. We're gonna, we're gonna do it because on. we should know what we're doing by now. And when we don't know what we're doing, I think it is kind of funny. Kind of funny. So, this <laughs> and is, you're the only one. Yeah. Well, maybe. <laughs> we'll take a poll after this. Uh, wedding and event insider, everyone. Stick around for a short Welcome. survey. <laughs> Welcome and stick around for a short survey. Exactly. We have a, uh, a fantastic event today in this podcast. We're going to talk about some fun things. Um, I am joined by Michelle and Elizabeth, and I am Matt. I do want to thank our producers, uh, Paul. Uh, Paul Cram and my brother Matt Michael Sherry because I'm Matthew Sherry so I can figure that out uh, sponsored by Sherry Brothers Studios here for the podcast that's probably that's what sorry. your mom did she'd probably get your names mixed up she did yep yeah see there yeah. you go Matthew Matthew and Matrick <laughs> Matrick that was yeah, yeah. oh my gosh uh, there you go until the other two were born and then it was Mike Bob Pat Mike Matt that's Whatever the heck what your name was. is. Yeah. yeah, it was all three of them before you actually got to your name. Right. Pretty much every time for a solid 10 years, I yeah. think it was. Yeah, so pretty much. That worked Absolutely. out great. Uh, we have a, uh, an, uh, a topic today, like we do every time <laughs> on this podcast. How <laughs> <So> convenient. <laughs> and uh, the topic is don'ts. It's not do's and don'ts, folks. It's don'ts. Um, things you do not want to do at your event. And uh, some people, you know, may argue about some of these things, but... You know, a lot of us, us three here have been in the industry a long time and we've, we've seen a lot of things happen over and over again and things that actually really don't work, but things people really want to continue to do. So well, <laughs> at least try because they don't work. Yeah, yeah, not they don't work. Well, yeah. and I've fallen down the TikTok tube, guys. So you don't yell at me. I'm sorry I have. And that was one of the trends that were going around is professionals would state their top five things don't do just based on their profession. And I was captivated because I've heard from well, one of the ones that were just mind blowing was a gynecologist. We're not going to go there clearly, uh, but oh. that was interesting. So I hope that people find this as interesting as I guess a gynecologist <laughs> to put it like this. So we really should start over, and but folks, we'll keep going. This is going. the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll start and dive in, and I hope you found this as captivating. But I'm going to number them off, but we want to have commentary because that's the one thing that that TikTok trend just like left me with being like, but why? <laughs> I need to know why. That's um, why top 10 lists are so popular. And it such is. good clickbait. It's just good. It's good. So click. Good stuff. Number one, I would never serve signature drinks at my wedding. So here's, here's a flat here's out why. Why? Oh, that's why? surprising. Because people will always take a sip. Ooh, interesting. This is their signature drink. I'm curious to try this. They'll take a sip and it's gross. It's not <laughs> something that people commonly love. There's a reason why everyone has their drink, right? It is their drink. And I'm sorry, the groom's drink is probably going to be icky if you are somebody who likes fruity, fun cocktails. But you're like, oh, let's see what he likes. Yeah, it'll be very spirity. Yes. 
very, it's just commonly that way. And then maybe the bride's is a little bit more fruity. And again, I don't want to say that that's always the case and stereotype it, but it, Usually there's a yin and a yang. You want to offer one to the next. Anyways, big waste of money. Signature drinks are usually going to be somewhere around like a $12, $14 per drink mark, depending on what liquor you use in it. And for somebody to take a sip and put it down, don't you feel like that's a waste? My yeah. gosh, it's terrible. Right. So just stick to beer and wine? No, 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 no. no. Well, this goes in my number one, or my next one. Don't do open bar at a package rate. So open bar is lovely. I do think if you can afford an open bar to offer whatever selection to an extent as far as what tier to your guests. Uh, However, don't do it as a all you can drink package pricing because I want to say there has only ever been two to three times in my catering experience where our operations person said to me being like, they made out on that one. Mm. So. Price-wise, you are always going to come out behind and the bar service is always going to come out ahead. And that's priced accordingly to that. I have had the wedding, so I'm not saying that if you think you and your guests will surprise us and be that one person that says they came out ahead on that one, if that is your guest, that is your family, then do it because you will then lose. So it's kind of a gamble. It's going to a casino. Um, but I love it. Can open you imagine bar. those family get togethers? The people yeah. that actually take advantage of the. <laughs> oh, they were hoot. So you're saying that they don't, they're yeah. not getting their money's worth. They are not. So when you go to old country buffet, what mentality do you have when you go to old country lots buffet? Lots of food. Yeah. Yes. Lots of food. You're going to make your money back. You want to make sure you get your money out of a. So much chocolate milk. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. it's mostly mashed potatoes. I, eat. I know. Lots yeah. and yeah. lots of. Them. Now the, the trick is to go there at 11. So you get the breakfast and then they switch yes. to the lunch. Uh. Yes. Side note, this yeah. is OCB. Well, there's another tip in there. Michael will start a top five list for those types of things. Absolutely. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm good at that. Then number three, have, and this is going to be hard to explain. So picture this. So a venue where your plan B option of bad weather, you have a ceremony in the space where your reception is going to be. And their plan B solution is that we're pushing tables aside and that's it. And now here, I want to say that those venues, they don't have options. But you do when you book them to have your ceremony off-site if that is their plan B solution. Because I have done the room flips where it is one ballroom and one place to go. There is no area even for cocktail hour. And 200 guests are now in the area where our staff is pulling tables and being like, sorry, excuse me, bumping. Oh, gosh, we have to do this. Your guests, I could just tell, feel so uncomfortable, so out of place. It's a hand, it's a toss up of the guests either feeling like they need to help or the guests being like, we are so in the way and we have nowhere to go. And they just stand awkwardly off to the side on a wall. So I highly recommend looking at different solutions for if that is the plan. B. Being in that same area for so long can be awkward too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the magic of now if your venue is willing to do this and there is a place to go in between for social hour to do the from scratch flip. Personally, I loved a good flip for an hour. That is the most intense, fun hour. I loved it. It's a time-lapse video in the making. It's amazing. But that would be my suggestion is to have it be where you have an alternative location to go for an hour and all of a sudden the magic of your guests coming to the space they already were and be like, what? This is where we were having the ceremony? And right beautiful. now it's magic. Mm-hmm. Now it's, magic. it's transformed. Exactly. Yes. I, love I absolutely it. think that that is so great because I've been at many of weddings where <clears throat> they have the dinner. 
and they've got, you know, all the tables are already set and now the dance is going to start. And then, oh gosh, we got to move these tables off the dance floor. Oh yeah. And they don't have a, and usually it's, I don't know why, but it's usually the elderly guests that are sitting at those tables and they make them get up and then they have to stand and like they're pushing, removing those tables and chairs. Yes. And they're like, not sure where to go because everybody else already has their spot. So, oh gosh, wholehearted. Yes, don't do that. Don't put the elderly and actually don't put young moms there because I was one of them at a wedding recently with all of my kids and the uh, the carnage they unfolded when they moved that table. I was embarrassed. (laughs) There was stuff everywhere underneath and I was just like, yes, I am that person that had just so much food underneath the table. Uh, And I'm sorry. And that's where people dance later. Is that macaroni? Barefoot, yes. And bacon. Okay, number four, don't serve more than three different types of meal options if you're serving a plated meal. It gets overly complicated when you're at four or five options and you have place cards that have a sticker of a chicken, a sticker of a cow, a sticker of a fish, (laughs) a sticker of a lamb. It is all too complicated for the staff and it slows down service. It's not much. It it is really not a terrible thing, but of all the things you can simplify, please simplify that for your, your caterer, but simplify that for yourself because you're also having to be the coordinator of that information. Well, even so. your guests, I think it's too many choices. Oh, yeah. That's probably why RSVPs would probably come in late. Do I want lamb? Yes. Day, yes. Do I don't I know which one I want. Yes. I feel exactly. like me and Ashley took all of your advice. <laughs> you really did. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, okay. So then this one, actually, really, there's five and six guys. I'm sorry. I overdid it. But for number five, always ask for dietary restraints. So I don't know how to phrase that, but always ask for dietary restraints um, because you will have your guests all of a sudden say it to the caterer and they won't be equipped with it. Some of them bring their items off site to this location. So they don't have the ability to just make a meal from scratch without knowing. So definitely always tell them that. And before we go into break, I have one last one. And that is to have assigned seating for every single one of your guests. Um, and have seats for every single one of your guests. So they have a home, they feel comfortable, they know where to go. I can't stand when there's not assigned seating because you see families break up into different groups. All of a sudden, there's only three spots here and then there's two spots here. Make sure everyone knows where they're going. They like to know where they need to go. Absolutely. And now that everybody's seated, let's take this sponsor break. Okay. Well said. Complete Weddings made the process super easy. Uh, We were able to get online whenever and make payments. And since I had everything booked all at once and had a package deal, I put a deposit down, didn't have to worry about it for months. We had a very smooth day because we had all of our photography, videography, DJ, photo booth, everything was all from the same company. And knowing that we didn't have to worry about everything that Complete provided, because we had complete confidence that they would come through and everything was, it was great and it really improved our wedding day. I bet they had a sign seating. They most likely did. They yeah. had a really good videographer. Yeah. Actually, I just realized that that's, that's actually playing like a real commercial. Like it's on the actual podcast. That's you're a great producer, Michael. <laughs> oh goodness! Jeez. All right, Michelle, oh what's your top five? five? Professional. Yeah, before they dive into their own little, what's your top <laughs> five, Michelle? My top five. My first one is, don't pick a wedding date or lock yourself into a date without checking on the venue availability. You'll be surprised how many venues are booked out, don't have any dates available anywhere mm-hmm. near the date that you want, and then you are stuck looking. So if you get yourself locked into a wedding date, um, and then you don't have a venue booked. 
your options, you just kind of dwindle. We always find that Absolutely. at uh, wedding fairs. There's, you know, because wedding fair, somebody comes up. Oh, when's your date? When are you looking at this? Mm -hmm. What's your venue? You know, oh, yeah. our date's September 21st. What's your venue? Oh, we don't have one yet. I'm like, you're not going to get one. <laughs> <laughs> so. Your choices are going to be. <laughs> right. You're yeah, to, exactly. Yeah. You're, you're, and please you're, don't ask for a discount. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So that one seems very basic, but boy, it does make a, if you are stuck on a date and can't find a venue, it's, it's really tough. Frustrating, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So number two is um, do not go without a planner or day of coordinator. Mm -hmm. I, it affects everything in your day, the timeline, just everything. How th if you, and especially if you are not going to hire a planner or a day of coordinator, you have to have a special person that will fulfill that role and be educated on what that job entails. I'll venue mow you that $200 that I owe you for that comment. Yes. So thank you for that plug. <laughs> that is a little self-serving of me to say, but it is absolutely true. Oh, oh my gosh. Well, every event, if there is a plan or a day of coordinator, it just there's things they do in the background that just keep things going. And whenever I'd be in an event as a photographer and there wasn't a day of event um, coordinator there. I mean, I would have them come up to me with the, you know, their, their corsages and pieces. <laughs> Michelle, can you help me with this? Yeah. Um, so different things like that, where I was like, yep. And that took you away from doing what your job was supposed to be and maybe yes. a, a beautiful moment missed. Yes. So yes, exactly. I 100% agree. I know. I didn't get all the photos I want. Well, that was putting together corsages. <laughs> yeah, well, our, our DJ, when we talked, we just added that service coordination and, and man, our DJs love it because they're most of the time the same thing, you know, the emceeing and a lot of that, you know, they're almost your coordinator, you know, through yeah. the reception and not, like our job is so easy, mm -hmm. you know, everything is just on time. And for us, it's almost a guaranteed like perfect 10, you know, uh, raving review because you just have that person that is just in charge of all the small details and taking you through the night. So nothing's missed. Mm -hmm. And it's just, man. Well, and if something goes sideways, they handle it and you don't even know. Yeah. As a right. couple or your guests half the time don't know. So. No. Yeah, Before you go exactly. into your part three, which is, yes. this is great. I just do want to add that if you do have a friend do it, which is so great if you have an organized friend, just make sure it's not a friend that is going to be enjoying multiple cocktails that evening yeah. because you still oh, need that person that, that go to throughout percent. the entire yeah. evening. I have had that. It's yeah. like, and then two, that they're supposed to be helping with the photography, helping us gather people, yeah. and they are just out having a good old that time. They, they remember their role. Yeah. yeah, and that they need to remember their role because yeah. I'm like, okay. This is probably why you don't ask friends to do that. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Number three, do not plan surprises. I do like surprises, but don't plan surprises in the day without telling your vendors. Mm -hmm. um, yes. So, oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> I cannot say enough about this. There's little surprises sometimes that the couple <laughs> wants to do with each other, um, which is lovely. And you can do as many of those as you want to, but please talk to your vendors beforehand, letting them know. I mean, as a photographer, you want to be in the right place at the right time. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a clue what's happening, and then all of a sudden there's a you know something that you totally missed, um, and that and that can go for all the vendors. I can pretty much guarantee that they want to hear if there's a surprise yep. planned, um, just so that they're prepared yep. to handle whatever. Needs and, to and be. Yeah, don't ahead. just disappear either. The surprise could also be you two just disappearing somewhere to have a moment. <laughs> right. I totally get you getting a moment. Just tell us you need a moment and we're good. Like, just don't just disappear now. If only we could all say the things that we want to when those surprises happen. What usually comes out is like, come again? You want to do what? What was that? <laughs> oh, that sounds great. Great. No, that that you just screws that up right now. everything. We're going to make that work. Why would you want to do that? Okay, yeah. we're doing that right now. Could have okay. been better than okay. you told me. Okay. Could have been better. I will run across and make sure that, that yeah. Oh, gosh. Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All good. And then number four. Yeah, we've kind of touched on this already, but do not hire a friend or family or somebody that's novice in um, just learning how to do some of the, the things that you want 
if you're going to have expectations that are going to turn into regret due to the results of inexperience, there can be so many things that can come up with somebody that's inexperienced, just hasn't had to deal with timelines, weather, pivoting, adapting, making sure things, you know, what's really important to capture if we can't get do everything that we had planned, but I'll do my, you know, what's my must haves? What do I definitely need to get from this moment? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I would definitely say it's not fun to have a friend that you later have uncomfortable feelings and just putting that person in that position, even though they might be wanting to learn and do and willing to do it for free or almost free. It is really a, think about it. That's a good point. Putting them in that position because that is it's important. It's your wedding day. Like you could ruin it. <laughs> there is Matt, that potential. How, how many conversations have we had with, you know, when you're well, do you need anything else? And, you know, what other service might you need? And they're like, oh, no, I'm having a friend do that. And it's just do I bite my tongue? Oh, do right. I do I ponder in here? Like, well, how good a friend? Are they? Yeah. You know, or what's your friend? You're willing yeah. to lose. What's your friend's yeah, company? Ruining your way. Yeah. Are they? Are you willing for them to not be your friend anymore? You know, just <laughs> oh man, what a risk that you're taking. It's a it. risk. Yeah, it's a risk because these events mm -hmm. are. I mean, there's just a lot of danger in your plans not coming out the way you plan them to be. Mm -hmm. And so, having a good professional that can roll with those punches can just be as important as anything else you have that day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. All right, number five, um, I would say is do not skip the engagement photo session with your photographer. Mm -hmm. It's kind of very similar to, I would say the same with some of the trial runs, like with your hair and makeup, I would also encourage that to do those trial runs, have that relationship, know what you're, ex what you're gonna be seeing. But with a photographer and that engagement session, you're gonna have a relationship with them and then on your wedding date. So a little just putting you more at ease um, and, and what you're, and working with that person. I love that comment because yeah. I don't think people would think about that. They'd almost be like, oh, we don't need your engagement session, you know, saving you. It's like, no, 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 but right. I need you to do that with yes, me. Yes, because you'll be more comfortable with that photographer mm -hmm. um, on the actual wedding day when there's a lot going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah, thanks. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Those uh, are my five. What a great list. I know. Yeah. She yeah. did her homework. Did I, you, Matt? <laughs> uh, no, no, but you I did. am going to implore the vast experience that I have in this industry and use my brain. Yeah, I did a little bit of homework. But you did your homework. Okay. I uh, kind of did. Uh, so yeah, my number one, and yes. I'll do this quick because we're kind of running out of time but uh, and keep them pithy, but uh, I'm not going to actually keep them pithy. Uh, my number one is I don't have your event uh, last all day. Uh, people have a short attention span. And I think probably the maximum attention span that the vast majority of people have at events like this is six hours. Mm. So six hours from your ceremony to the end of the event is about the max that they have. Yeah. If you're planning more than six hours, which every single person getting married in Minnesota does, you are going to the see Midwest in general. the same thing. Mm -hmm. You're going to see a four o'clock, three o'clock wedding. And then at 930, uh, once you've started the dance in about an hour into it, you're going to see a mass exodus because their mindset is gone as far as their attention span. Right. Could it even be how late things go to? Uh, no, not necessarily. Okay. I, I think how late they go uh, doesn't matter as much as how long the event length is. Mm -hmm. So if you have like a, you know, a six o'clock ceremony and you go to midnight, you're I think you're good. You know, mm -hmm. if you have a four o'clock ceremony and you go to 10 o'clock, I think you're good. I think the 10 o'clock, the, the six hours is the expectation mm -hmm. that you should have as far as what your guests can handle. You're going to still have people there. I'm not saying that it'll be empty. I'm saying you're going to have 13 friends who are mostly in the wedding party and crazy Uncle Joe really hammered wandering around a dance floor. 
mm-hmm. you know, for two hours. And if that's your idea of a successful event and you want everyone to kind of remember that part of it, sure, go eight, nine, 10 mm-hmm. hours. People love 12 hour events. They're really fun. <laughs> I like okay. what you're saying there too, because you're talking about the guests experience. I'm talking about the guests. You yeah. as a couple, as a couple, you're already going to be there. Yeah. Longer. You're going to be there all day. Enjoy that all day. Enjoy getting it ready. Is exhausting, enjoy the though, photos, as a enjoy the yep. together time, enjoy all of that pre stuff, yep. you know, enjoy all of that. But mm-hmm. that's you. And that's the wedding party. That's not your guests. But how your many of should- us are like this on our like this you're ow yes but that's the sacrifice you make when you say yes to a couple they're talking about the smiling smiling and the cheese we are not talking about something else I wasn't either I was just this is a podcast some people are listening they are not seeing in the cheeks the cheeks hurt cheeks hurt from smiling and you're only smiling because she's making you do photos for four hours before the event you know but you signed on to that so I mean no one's no one's upset about that happening it's just you know your guest attention span so i mean think about that for okay. a second. that's a good um, one also uh it, if you are having a backyard uh wedding because you think you're saving money you're absolutely not that's so true. do not have a backyard wedding for the purpose of saving money because the tent rental and table rental and chair rental linen rental bringing in caters all of that kind of stuff working about Power, logistics, yeah. all of that stuff is very, very difficult and can be very expensive. So I just need to add a little thing about that. The backyard weddings, the things that 100% is forgotten is about is bathrooms. And I did one at the most spectacular mansion you could possibly imagine on Lake Minnetonka. It was lovely. But guess what was forgotten? They thought their four bathrooms that they let their guests have access to were going to be enough. Two out of the four of them were out of commission by, I think, hour two because somebody clogged it. Something happened. So now we were down to two bathrooms and then people were starting to go into bedroom bathrooms. It is not worth it. Definitely have rental luxury bathrooms. They're beautiful now. When in doubt, call on site. Yes, there you go. We have a member on site. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And they do. They have luxury ones too that are just amazing. You wouldn't know you're walking into. And you forget to rent that thinking you have enough toilets. You don't have enough toilets. You don't. I think you're going into an ice castle and you're like, oh, is it? a bathroom what the heck (laughs) and also you don't know how much people how much toilet paper people really use yeah sometimes a ridiculous amount yeah that's probably why they went out of commission in the first place all right next i I I like to think that versus the other no continue okay uh don't okay so this one has been a pet peeve for a long time but uh and there was it, it it's happened plenty of times some youtube lady said it was a really great idea and they had a, a had a fun time at their wedding but don't skimp on your entertainment like if you want to have a dj or a dance party or a band and a dance party you're not going to get that with a rented speaker and a spotify playlist it's not going to happen you can have background music and you can provide that sort of atmosphere with that playlist, but without a good master of ceremonies yep. mm-hmm. to run the MCs. event, to keep the engagement yep. from a group of people that a lot of people don't even know each other at weddings. Mm-hmm. You have two families that don't know each other. You've got friends groups from high school and college and different groups around, you know, and different activities you've been in. Um, have an MC that could be there to engage your guests. And then mm-hmm. also, as far as the music goes, you need that flexibility, you need that understanding of how to read the room and where to flow and how to flow. And if you want a good dance party, then think about that. If that's not a big deal to you, go ahead, do the Spotify list, but your party will be done within an hour of you starting a dance. That's mm-hmm. for sure. So, Worry with somebody and your guests are going to go and start. 
Yeah. I mean, it, it's possible you could have a yeah. really, really great party, but yeah. that means that means the gr your guest group yeah. is in the top 5% of the most outgoing, most fun people in the world, mm -hmm. you know? And that's that's how that's going to work out because they don't need anything like but that. But then nothing will happen on time. I'll put money on that. The, oh, even guaranteed. though they're fun, that's what the timekeeper is so important yeah. about the MC slash DJ slash band is that you still need a timekeeper. And I can't tell you how many times as a planner I had to step into that role. And even though I'm on this microphone, I'm not paid to be on a microphone at a wedding day. I'm paid to be in the shadows. So that's what, again, don't want to have your vendors do dual roles. However, your microphone skills have increased tremendously over oh, the past Due to you, man. Oh, yes. Yes. yes, um, yes. <laughs> number four, toast speeches. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, do, do some, uh, um, well, just just some asking of the people giving the toast and speeches to really understand that we can only go about five minutes. Right? Oh, I have a rep. No. So, I mean, you've two got minutes, three people. Easy. Exactly. So, I mean, I said five minutes, three people. Um, I didn't get to finish mine because she did her homework. It's two minutes. Me. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you got a time for a story. Everybody wants to hear mm. the actual toasts and speeches and they want to hear a story and they want to have fun with it. Um, but a lot of people aren't necessarily entertaining when they're doing that. Mm -hmm. So try to keep, you know, two to five minutes per per speech keep it three speeches at max other than the couple. I mean, if the couple's going to do one, you can call that a fourth speech. I think um, you can do as many as you want, but people mm -hmm. sitting around for 45 minutes completely checked out for the last 25 minutes mm -hmm. is going to wreak havoc on your party. So something to think about mm -hmm. it and manage oh, yeah. those expectations with those guests, I would say. Man, so if I have to change a card or a tape when you're videotaping your speeches <laughs> or yeah. recording your speeches, it's bad. It's yeah. not good. It's too I, long. I had one where the... Um, the the best man was very smart man like very smart and then he went into an entire 25 minute speech about how diamonds are created and analogizing what is that word comparing that to your love or something like that it was just like <laughs> <laughs> well, say what are you talking about the best man the maid of honor that you choose are not the best public speakers so sometimes when they come up to me they say i actually we want to have also, this person on our wedding party speak. And it's like, do you want that person to speak because they're the best speaker? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, they should be the one to speak. Because your best man, maid of honor, do not have, even though that's common, they don't have to be that person. And you could ask them to see if that's something that would offend them. They're okay with probably having that conversation. So that's my little two cents about that. Because 100% be the better public speaker, not the person who says, cheers to so-and-so-and-so-and-so. Okay. Does that need to be said? I think that's Although a sometimes toast, that right? shortness yeah. might it's be welcome compared to it going yeah. way too long. That's true too. Yes. No, yeah. that's true. Yeah, just that attention span is just when it goes way too long, it's I like, agree. okay. I think those things are great and they do engage guests and yeah. I think guests do want to do that. But it's the same thing as an all day event. It's mm -hmm. it's attention span, attention span, attention span. Mm -hmm. If you want to entertain them and if you want them to be paying attention and be engaged, you constantly have to reset that and, and do go to the next thing and do mm -hmm. the next thing to keep people interested mm -hmm. in what's happening you know mm -hmm. uh oh five this is my five. this Ooh. tag teams on what you had said about uh seniors having to get off of out of the their tables to have them moved yes. i i've been a dj since 1997 Ooh. so you are a that year started with 19 okay so i've, I've, been, I've been doing this a long time <laughs> and probably out of my my history of experience um, probably 1,200 different weddings. Uh, I think I can count on two hands the number of times when there have been uh, tables on the dance floor that they weren't seating the seniors. 
okay um the the older people now every bride and groom and person putting up these these events when you're seating your people please do not take the elderly who you who who wear uh, what, what are those hearing called? Aids. hearing aids uh directly in front of the dj's speaker <laughs> It's it's almost every time. Oh, it's almost every time where I think to myself, where was that conversation where they're talking about seating people? And they say, well, these really old people would love to sit right in front of but a they blaring make speaker. Sure they hear you. <laughs> oh gosh, it's 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 crazy. So pretty much every DJ ever always gets the first complaint during background music mm -hmm. from an elderly person who's seated right in front of a speaker. Yeah. So guys, just avoid that. Put them in the back. Mm -hmm. I had to DJ one wedding this year, and it happened to me. Right. It's just, it's, it's, wild. I saw him, I saw him walking up to me, and I already knew. But th then to have them ask the question of like, where are you going to put the speakers? Because don't be afraid to be like, here's our floor plan. Where are you going to put your speakers? Right. I think you guys would probably this answer where that the question. Is. Yep. You know? yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Just in the yeah. planning piece. No mm -hmm. hearing aids near that area mm -hmm. because yeah. bass is really, really bassy. Yeah. And, yeah, I like it. Your Basie. high end is really, really high. Right. So, <laughs> and it's truly uncomfortable for them, yeah. you know? So it's like mm -hmm. put them in a place where they're going to be comfortable. Well, and they don't have to move. At your they wedding, I was pretty pregnant. And so yeah. I haven't been able to dance at a wedding for two years being so pregnant. Uh, and so I realized I'm that now that person like, it's too loud in here. <laughs> I just want to talk to people. <laughs> when you're not the person dancing, you want to be the person talking to people. And you're like, it's too loud. Well, that's just because you're officially an old person. Well, I think that that's a complaint. I do is, watch Matt is legitimate. You know, if it's just loud, loud, you know, and yes. it's the party loud or whatever, you know, like everyone can have that. It's just don't purposely put them right in front of a dang right. Do you guys want to run through your list real quick just to give everybody a, a brief okay, recap do, of what oh, you, my, what We'll you go got. backwards order. So yeah. Backwards order. So mine are um, don't let your event last all day. You're not saving money if you have a backyard wedding. Don't use a playlist without a good DJ and MC. Uh, no elongated. Oh, I didn't even say that one. I missed that one. Oh, you uh, Toast five minutes. Oh. Two minutes, according to Elizabeth, I and three toaster speeches maximum, not including the bride and groom. And don't put your seniors in front of the speakers. What was the one you missed? I missed uh, no elongated grand marches with oh, multiple songs. Yeah. Uh, some, oh, gosh. Yeah. Touching that. Yeah. I mean, there's a, just it's something that uh, I think people it's just a, it's a social media thing where people have seen people do all kinds of fun stuff. But if you're going to have a grand march and you've got 10 people you know, on each side, it's not a smart idea to have a, a, a different song for each couple that comes down with with the DJ reading a bio each time. You know, it can be done well and fun, but it's more appropriate for an Here's award ceremony and not, you know, a 25 minute introduction that your guests are sitting there trying to be excited for for that long. It's it's another attention span issue. So yeah. keep introductions simple and fun, mm -hmm. you know, and powerful and then move on. Let me just say this. For all of you who have seen the YouTube videos of all these cool things, take it from us. We're trying to do a podcast. You won't do it as well. <laughs> all right? It won't be as good. It's and true. all those things you're visioning. In fact, you're opening up a lot of issues where it's probably going to go bad. So just probably skip it. So that's all. But anyway, Michelle, what do you got? Michelle. What do I got? Uh, mine, my five R, number one was pick a wedding date. Don't pick a wedding date. I'm sorry. And lock yourself into the date without checking with your venue's availability. Mm -hmm. 
Number two, don't go without a planner or day of event coordinator. Trust me on that one. Um, number three, um, don't plan surprises in the day without telling your vendors. Your photographer wants to be in the right place at the right time, as well as your other vendors. It's very helpful if they know of surprises. <laughs> number four, uh, don't hire a friend or family or someone that's novice and just starting without and have expectations because um, that might turn into regret mm -hmm. as far as a result of inexperience. And number five, don't skip the engagement photography session. You want to know your photographer. Your photographer wants to, to know you as a couple. Um, similar to hair and makeup trial runs. Mm -hmm. Don't skip it. It's worth um, that relationship of just working together. Love it. All right. So mine, because technology failed me. So maybe one, don't rely on technology. Um, two, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my computer's dead. It's good. I got this in memory. Don't do signature drinks. Don't do an open bar that is based on a package price. Uh, don't do ceremony room flips where you don't have an actually solid, tangible plan B option. Uh, make sure you do a science seating. Always ask for dietary restraints. I think I got them. Hopefully, I think I missed one because I had six. But regardless, it's I think you make the point. You clearly, nice. you you did awesome. your homework. So well done. Well, well done. I made the podcast topic, so <laughs> I should. As you usually do. I mean, that's what you talk about. So yeah. that was fun. So Great. let's wrap it up. Uh, yeah. I think what we figured out is that there is a there is a lot of what we said uh, to learn about what not to do here. But uh, um, we just hope that knowing what not to do helps you to realize what you should do, and that's just be yourself. Mm -hmm. and have a great time and have fun so mm -hmm. i want to thank elizabeth michelle producers michael and paul i want to thank myself for being here because i got out of bed to be here and that's awesome we did it be proud of me um i have a, a quote because i always do a quote and my quote is uh signing off i'm matthew sherry signing off saying be yourself because uh everyone else is taken clever <laughs> <laughs>